This is the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the best 20 minutes of natural health education and enlightenment on the web today. This is the Be Healthy Naturally podcast. Knowledge, empower, and elevate are the keys to living a happy, healthy life. With your hosts, often known as the Dynamic Duo, Dr. Shane Watt, a chiropractic physician, and Liz Watt, a holistic wellness expert. We bring our knowledge and education together to create a new way of thinking to elevate your life and your health. In order for you to live your best life, you have to elevate your learning. We want to welcome you guys back to the Be Healthy Naturally podcast. And today, we want to welcome our guest, Brett, Brett Lechtenberg. He is a nationally recognized expert on business and personal empowerment. He, his transformational skills, including entrepreneurial coaching, system development, and implementation, as well as a personal mastery and family safety. Through his business, comprehensive lecture series, motivational speaking, and other courses, Brett has trained thousands of everyday people to empower themselves both physically and mentally as they learn effective methods of personal empowerment. Brett is the author and creator of both Operation Limitless and the Anti-Bullying Program. Both are comprehensive programs that teach adults or children how to handle a variety of situations. These and other books are available on Amazon and the Anti-Bullying Program recently topped the charts on Amazon.com and became a number one bestseller. Brett also produces a weekly web video blog with free anti-bullying training for parents and children. He's also a platinum level author on, is it design articles? Mm-hmm. All right, well, we you are so glad that we're able to have you here today. And when we decided that we were going to put on the Natural Health and Wellness Conference, um, the, the concluding speaker that we had that day was for our keynote was actually on mindset because we strongly believe that in order for you well, to Well, we can really, give us some pub. It was Kirk Duncan. Yeah, to to really get healthy, yep. that you, you first have to change your mind. That's a huge part that a lot of people um, just kind of sk- skip over, but it's actually the most important part. Absolutely. Yeah, and both levels, right? There's a, there's a lower... There's what's lower level, like your basic habits, but then there's a deeper level psychology that has to go into that too, your awareness of where these conditions and things came from, right? right. So, you know, so. And we, we met Brett um, just just a couple weeks ago um, in, a, in a group. He, he uh, came out to our office as well. And uh, he, you have a couple of businesses, and mm-hmm. you're, he has a martial arts. He's really in, big into martial arts, and he also has a franchise of I Love Kickboxing in Sandy. Correct. Um, and when we were having our little discussion, he started talking about this Operation Limitless. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't familiar with it, so we kind of looked at it a little bit, and we're like, hey, it'd be fun to have to come back and uh, do a podcast with us. So thank you very much for coming over and talking to us a little bit about it. And we really don't know a whole lot about it. So we're going to be learning as we <laughs> talk to you about it. So you've done all this business stuff. You do all this marketing stuff. You've done a lot of entrepreneurial stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're also branching out. And he's um, in partners with uh, the gentleman we just had um, on our podcast as well, um, Bill. And so you guys are doing what is called Operation Limitless. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a retreat slash 
get to know yourself, overcome, learn how to overcome. So kind of explain a little bit about that and tell a little bit about your story first so they can get a little bit of background on how you kind of got there and then let's talk about Operation Limitless. Sure. Um, I, um, I got here because I went to college, got graduated from college with a degree in operations management and a minor in economics and I went to work for both Denny's and Sherry's corporations one after the other uh, after college as a general manager, training manager for them. Um, and of course, hated 9 to 5, uh, which was for 24-hour restaurant business. It's never 9 to 5. It's, you know. Yeah, I didn't know there was a 9 to 5 in the restaurant business. <laughs> That's what you were hoping you would get. Exactly, exactly. Of course, that didn't pan out. They're both good companies, right? I, I have nothing bad to say about them, but it just wasn't for me. Uh, my martial arts instructor had been encouraging me for years to just open my own martial arts school, but I was, you know, I came out of college with that mentality, you go get a get a job and you create a career and yada right. yada. Anyway, um, after stints with both those organizations, I realized I really do need to do my own thing. And I started looking for places to open a martial arts school. So this one, I was in Bellingham, Washington, which was, it's north of Seattle. It's kind of between Seattle and the Canadian border. Okay. And as I was looking for places to open my first martial arts school, I decided that I didn't want to stay in Washington. I wanted to move. I wanted to go experience new places. And so I basically thought to myself, where's the places that I've been that I've, that I've really liked? And I'd been to the Salt Lake area to teach some martial arts seminars over the previous couple of years. And then I also thought, you know, if I'm going to risk everything, I might as well make it, go big or go home, right? So uh, I end up looking at several different places. I decided on Salt Lake because that was as far away as I could go and make it home on $100 gas money if I lost everything. <laughs> so, so you had, your, you had your, your plan in action. If it didn't work out, you had your fault. You ball knew where to go. I had 100 bucks to get home, and I kept that 100 bucks for a while. Um, so when I was so you had no family, no real connections here, other than people maybe you've met along because you were you've done some teaching. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, had had a friend down here who at the time had a martial arts school. He since closed the school and moved on. And uh, anyway, yeah, that was it. That was the plan. And uh, I rented. I had a house and a condo and everything in Washington. I just kind of took a second mortgage on one of those to open my business. Rented both of them out and just. That was a really poor planning, by the way. Don't do that. Leave the state. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I did. Ended up here. Uh, we opened our first location. It was actually 23 years ago on Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and never had another job that I didn't create for myself. Um, my wife and I, she was my girlfriend at the time, uh, you know, we, we moved here. and We were open within 30 days of getting to the state. Had our first client the day before we actually opened, and never looked back. Nice. My wife had a had a couple different jobs in the early stages. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then, you know, after when our after six months after our first son was born, she never went back to work either. We, she, you know, we stayed there for the insurance benefits right. at the time, right. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then uh, through martial arts, you know, it's uh, it's allowed me to pursue everything that I ever wanted to on the topics of mindset, personal empowerment, development, helping others, teaching, creating curriculum, you know, pedagogy, those kind of things. And I've been really blessed. Our businesses have been successful. I've been able to travel the U.S., been 
gone to Korea, you know, traveled internationally a little bit, and and it just kind of uh, it just sprung board into everything else that I've done, and, and uh, so I, you know, here, and then uh, it was about six years ago where I started or an anti-bully when bullying was really hitting the mainstream, yeah. right? The term, yeah, everything yeah. was like... Yeah. yeah, it's been around forever. More awareness, I guess you would say. Yeah, big spotlight shined on When we were kids, we just teased. Now they're... Now it's now bullying, it's right? Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the place you never find bullying is in a martial arts school. It just doesn't exist. I mean, we don't tolerate it. We have boundaries. We teach people how to set boundaries. We teach people how to deal with bullies, right? So as, as it hit mainstream, I just decided, well, geez... We're really good at solving this problem. We, it doesn't exist to us. And when people come to us, we're very good at giving them nonviolent solutions to be able to handle a bully situation, whether it's a kid or an adult in a workplace environment, doesn't matter. So I took that information. I actually hired a couple different people to help me learn how to package programs and how to actually create reach and, and do certain things. Uh, and we ended up turning into what was going to be just a simple white paper for the community and some simple videos end up turning into a book and a program and YouTube channel. And it just kind of grew, from grew there. right? So we end up training uh, about 7,000 kids and teachers nationwide, and it was taking up a lot, a lot of time, which, which was fine. Um, but I also had these other businesses to run, and and as we as we went, uh, we kind of scaled back, and we just kind of focused on our local community. And and uh, eventually, the the school system, you know, they're always tweaking and, and trying to find better ways. And as we all know, sometimes that works, and sometimes that doesn't. And 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 they became so hard to work with that we just said, said, you know what, we don't, we're not going to. Thank you. You do your thing. We'll do ours. Right. We've got a track history, a proven record. You mm-hmm. don't. No, we're I'm out. They started putting in bureaucracy and yeah, everything. Exactly. Else. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, a little time gone by had gone by, probably 12, 14 months, and I uh, we had signed, seen a decline in our martial arts enrollment, and so many people had come to us for anti-bullying. I went to my staff and I said, "Hey, go interview the last ten people that enrolled in our program." And I said, "I want you to come back with the." Uh, core reason of why they actually enrolled their, themselves or their child, right? And what people tell you, you're a doctor, you get this, what they tell you initially, and then you start working with them, right. can be totally, totally different, totally different, different yeah. right? Yeah. So we're always asking people why they're coming to us, yeah. but again, we know... Yeah, for me, yeah, I just hurt my, my low back, it's only been going on for a couple of days, and then you start talking about, well, yeah, I did it like 10 years ago, and this happened, and then this, and then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the feedback was... Uh, Almost everybody came to us for self-confidence. I want self-confidence for my child, right? Perfect. We do that. That's one of the main cores of martial arts, right? Our, our core is really life skills and leadership, and we use martial arts as the vehicle in which we teach those things. So, excuse me, um, I then asked my staff, I said, okay, when somebody comes to you for self-confidence or you want to lead that conversation, what is the methodology you're going to tell them we teach? What is the model, right? And they couldn't tell me the model. They could explain what we did with no problem, right? And they can explain what they, what helped them in our program over time. And they could give examples. But they couldn't explain in a way that allowed people 
to see it as like a, a model right for success right like if I what does it take to be a good speaker right you have a model that you create so uh, that led me on a path to go okay I've got to train my staff and we have to create a, a model in which we're going to explain how we teach self-confidence and as I looked at it there was new there I didn't really find an easy model to explain to people so I went on a I went on a quest to find people that had incredible self-confidence that taught self-confidence and most importantly a psychological model and, and this is important because when I when we were doing the anti-bully program I never went and got experts I never I don't have a degree in psychology I don't have a degree in business I took what I knew worked which was practical right I'm a very much function over form type person. I took what was practical, I took what I knew worked, and that's how we created our anti-bully program. Well, of course, that gives people like teachers or psychologists or whatever the ability to go, well, you didn't check this, you didn't check that. I was like, well, I didn't have to. I did it. I lived it, mm -hmm. right? So with Operation Limitless and confidence, I decided that I would never allow that to happen again. If somebody wants to dispute what, they, what we do, that's fine, but you better be able to back it up because I will put all, I'll be 100% transparent and put it in front of you first. And so I reached out to the gentleman who I, I believe going into the season is still the human performance psychologist for the Seahawks. His name is Michael, Dr. Michael Gervais. And I saw some of his work and I was like, this guy's really got, he's, he helped transform the Seahawks with Pete Carroll to the Super Bowl team that they are, right? Uh -huh. So I reached out to him and his staff, and I said, I found some of your work. I'd like to cite it. And again, this was going to be a white paper, a small thing. And they got back to me and said, sure, you can you can cite that. And I even I was very transparent. I said, this is exactly how I would do it. This is the pages in the paper. Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, go ahead. And so then I went, all right, who else? Who else can I use? As and an how, example. And yeah. how am I going to position this? So I decided that I was going to find the top 1% of people in the world at what they did, and then I was going to interview them and find the relationship between martial arts, what I had now as a psychological model, which both incidentally directly overlaid, and then what they did, and see if there was a pattern across a variety of industries. And so... Um, one of the people I interviewed, Bill was the first the gentleman that was just here, Bill Schiffenauer, was the third person I never interviewed because you heard his story. Mm -hmm. It's uh, absolutely amazing how many people in the world can do what he did and the way they transition from one right. sport yeah. to another with no time, right? That's so hard. Plus, to be a world-leading decathlete in itself is an amazing accomplishment. Correct. But to switch, right? So I, I uh, interviewed him. I have another friend who is the head of endurance worldwide, extreme endurance for Spartan, Mark Peterson. And he has, when he was still working for Spartan, he had just a few hours to teach the people that were going through Spartan's toughest event, the Agogi, uh, the survival skills necessary to make it through that grueling event. So I interviewed him and I said, I want to know the process. What's the process you go through when you're thinking how to teach somebody how they're going to survive? Because a lot of these people, they'll show up to an event and they don't have the skill. They got to be taught, right? They got the desire, the passion, but yeah. not all the skill. And he laid out what he did, and just like Dr. Gervais, stuff I already found, right? Mark, Bill laid out the same basic philosophy and how they go about and how they have that, how they teach people. 
So now I'm thinking, okay, this is becoming a pattern. Even though nobody was using the same terms, they had the same basic model. I have another friend, I'm kind of blessed with a unique set of friends, um, who is special forces medic in the, the U.S. Army actually spend, sends him around the globe with his team to train other special forces teams and other special medics, special forces medics, how to survive and keep their, and also keep their uh, injured uh, soldiers alive on the battlefield, right? And I interviewed Sal when he came back from one of his tours, and he laid out basically the same process. And so now I've got what I think is a pretty good model, and I'm sitting at my desk at my at my house thinking, okay, I'm on to something that will I can really work with here. And I start thinking, who can I talk to that is a would have incredible self confidence and the organization or somehow they have a great vetting process for people to have self confidence. And I was stewing over this for a couple minutes. All of a sudden, I went NASA. Who's got better self-confidence than an astronaut? And who's got a better vetting process? It's got to be NASA, right? There's only a few of these people on the planet that yeah. have done these things. But I was faced with the problem, and I don't know any astronauts. And if you know anything about astronauts, there's very few of them. And they don't like to do a lot of appearances and talks because, I mean, they're really cool dudes, and they get just get, they'd never get any work done if they did right. everything anybody asked them, right? So I was... The only thing I had to go with was my son had just come back from the Lego Robotics World Championships, and his his coach, one of his coaches, was a legit rocket scientist, and so they had arranged meetings with uh, astronauts when they were in Houston for the Lego Robotics Championships. So I called up his coach. I said, "Mark, this is my project." And I gave him the same story I just told you, and he goes, "I got one guy that might do it." I said, great. It took about eight weeks before I could get this gentleman on the right. phone. But he, not, he gave me the, like the best guy you could get that hadn't walked on the moon, because uh -huh. most of those guys aren't around anymore. Right. But, uh, so I got the pleasure of interviewing Kent Rominger, who was the first astronaut to dock the space shuttle to the space station. Oh, okay. He coordinated worldwide efforts for uh, astronauts all over the world. He graduated from the Top Gun Fighter School, you know, the whole Tom Cruise thing. He, so he's an amazing guy. And I uh, talked to him. I kind of explained to him my theory. And he was like, yes, this is, I, he, he agreed. Right? So um, essentially, we, we talked more a lot more about leadership and other things. And then that just led me to other people. Um, Sean Wickard, the first person that ever was cured using stem cell transplants, uh, stem cells to overcome transverse myelitis and lupus. He was paralyzed 22 times. Now he walks. You know, he's the first guy that, that was ever able to make that claim. Now, other people have made the claim, but he's legit the first guy. Mm -hmm. And I've interviewed bodyguards, um, the highest level protection detail guys, the uh, other Olympians besides Bill, uh, you know, a, a variety of people. And pretty much everybody has the same process. And so we decided that uh, I actually Bill Martin Sal, the first guys that I interviewed, we all live within a mile of each other. And we were talking, and it's like, there's a lot of people out putting out empowerment events, and they do these trainings, and they put out books, but a, there's a large majority of them that really don't have any street cred for the things that they've done. I said, my, guy, my goal, guys, is I want to do two things. I said, A, 
I want to make Sandy, Utah, the epicenter of human confidence training in the world. And B, I want to put together events like nobody's doing with people that have really done the deal in a variety of situations. They're, it's taught by the top 1% of people in the world and people that are proven to be good teachers for kids and adults. And so I just kind of laid it out and they all agreed. Fortunately, yeah, so we put on our first event, which was called confidence unleashed um, It's a series of, of Word lessons and world lessons. It's all done in a micro adventure format So you never sit for more than 60 minutes would be a really long time So we'll take the psychological concepts and the components of what it takes to kind of retrain your brain and from our perspective right and to Put, and then put them in a situation where they're going to use that skill than in a real-life situation with something they don't expect, right? Um, like whether we take somebody repelling uh, when they're, you know, they've never done it or take them out to the shooting range and show them how to shoot or teach them how to, what, what's going to happen if you come across somebody or somebody in your life has, has just been severely injured in a car crash. If it's um, how do you start primitive fire? If you only got two sticks to rub together, how are you going to do it? Right. So we have a series of these micro adventures that we put together and we'll actually do more in a weekend than most people will do in a year. So is it like a two day event? Yeah, it's a Friday night. They show up on Friday night um, and they may or may not. One thing we don't we, what we don't do is like if you show up, you don't know exactly what's coming. Oh, okay. We'll tell you the the the, the time the you start and the time you finish. The, the, huh? the, 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 the outline yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah, you get a basic outline, but our job we see it as to um, I use what we call the expansion formula, right? Every there's your comfort zone, there's your learning zone, then there's your panic zone, yeah. right? <laughs> and so we want to teach people specifically how to expand their comfort zone into their learning zone and expand their learning zone to their panic zone so that they make a much, much bigger comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? And so we do that by the way we start and stop and expand and compress and expand and compress and expand and compress through everything that we do. And it's... Um, so do they stay over there or do they go back home or do they... How does that and our upper level adventures that we have planned will actually be off-site for a couple of days. Oh, okay. Uh, but in these... The, like in Confidence Unleashed and Confidence of Self-Reliance, the two different classes. And is this for just adults or is it for adults and children or what is it for? Uh, teens and adults for this type of event. I have done an event where I had 25 kids um, where we did a lot more problem solving and there were still micro adventures and we even used an escape room in Sandy and we did some other things at the park where we walked kids through the, we took kids through the whole scenario-based thing as well. Um, but we wouldn't take a bunch of kids repelling and right. Right, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And so anyway, it's micro-adventures, it's word lessons, world lessons, and then at the end we tie it together with a final. Like everything they learn the first couple days, or the first day and a half, they're going to tie together at the end. And then we have a we have a meeting at the end where we, we get them to recount everything they learned, what they explored about themselves, because it's very different for each person. You could be very comfortable doing one thing that we right, did and right. totally uncomfortable with another and vice versa, right? You yeah. just never know. And so by the end, everybody's sharing their experience and they're just there's a totally different feeling of wow, I never knew what I didn't know. Right? And I'm 
there's a there's a Steve Jobs quote that says, I'm paraphrasing basically, but he says, the life that you live is created by people that don't know any more or than you do and are not any smarter than you are. And so when you realize that, that you can build your life, you don't have to live what everybody else has taught you, life becomes boundless, right? And so we make sure that people understand that a lot of things you've been taught are actually conditioning that has come from your childhood and other time, other places, and it's all within your control. You can change it to be what you want. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can't change it overnight. It might take some planning and how you're going to lay it yeah. out. But you can change any aspect of your life if you want to bad enough and if you understand what has to happen psychologically for you to change and then what skill sets you have to go get. And that's what the whole goal of what is called Operation Limits. Yep. So if someone's listening to this podcast and they can, and they're like, hey, that'd be interesting, how, how would they get in contact with you? How would they, what's the best way to get a hold of you to, to look at doing and see if they, if they, do they have to go through a qualifying or if they just say, I'm going to come, they, they can come? Well, we, um, we do, so the short answer, OperationLimitlessProject.com. You can go there and look at that. Uh, people can register for an event, we, you know, there's, there's uh, as long as they're over 16. Mm -hmm. But we do reach out to everybody just to make sure. That's we a know great what they fit want. for them. Yeah, because like we don't want to, uh, we don't want to put somebody. You don't want someone coming and spending, spending their dollars and thinking they get a getaway spot. <laughs> right, yeah. We, we want them to know that, look, you're going to be in uncomfortable situations. We'll never put you in harm's way. Right. Well. We'll never put you in harm's way as long as you're listening, right? Repelling, somebody could get hurt, right? Yeah. right? You could go to a shooting range and somebody could get hurt. But yeah. as long as you do what we tell you, right. <laughs> the way yeah. we show you, and we, we are, all of us, since all of us have done very hazardous um, things in our lives, we are very conscious of safety. So both Mark and Sal are trained in wilderness medicine, they're high angle mountain rescue guys. And oh, okay. I mean, they've, they've done the deal. You know, I, I'm trained in, in bodyguard work, martial arts, surveillance, some other things. We're, you know, Bill's got a huge resume, outdoor guy, and he was his Olympics. He's got a lot of things that I'm sure you guys didn't even talk about that he's got a huge embed of skills. So we're really, really big on safety, and we're really big on taking it every step of the way because that's how part of the way that you expand somebody's yeah. comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And use that expansion mm -hmm. formula. Well, good. Well, we appreciate you being on our podcast today. I mean, if you think about this, this really doesn't fit, fit a lot of the mold that we normally do in terms of natural health and wellness. But we wanted to talk about this because, you know, you in, if you are going to um, do things naturally, you are breaking from the mold. You are absolutely breaking from the mold. You have to be able to overcome when someone says, I can't believe that you don't do this for your kids or that you do this or whatever. You have to be able to know why. Yep. You have to be able to stand up for what you believe and you need to be able to and present it in a, little, a, in a... And sometimes you're out of your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, it's going to be a little uncomfortable sometimes. But yeah. the more that you do it, the more mm -hmm. it becomes in your comfort zone. And, absolutely. And just like we've talked about before, you know, you got to ch change your mind, change your brain in order to really change to your change health. Change and that's, if you're going to change your health, you can't just say one day, okay, I'm going to all of a sudden do it. You, there's a plan and a preparation and, and there's and a And that's when change. the mentors come into play to show mm -hmm. us the way because sometimes we just don't know how to do it. And you have a great program that people can follow to be able to expand who they are so they can actually become who they want to be. And you've, you've recently, I mean, you just started this, right? I mean, you just had your first kind of away adventure in the last, the last 
little yeah, bit, right? Two months ago was the first one, then we took July off, and then we've got the next one in August. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, and you'll probably one. expand from there. You're just yeah. kind of starting the process. So you'll probably end up doing some like one-day, half-day trainings with, with to start so people can kind of get their foot in the door kind of thing. Will you do something like that as well? Yeah, we're looking at those. Um, the first thing, we, we're really happy with the way the first adventure laid out. Right. We're very happy with the way the second one's laying out. Uh -huh. um, so we're good with we're good with that format. Now we're, we're looking at a three-day uh, right. you know, off-site totally. And then we and how many people go on this adventure together? Anywhere from a dozen to two dozen. Oh, okay. It's okay. Never this was never designed to be more than thirty people. Gotcha. So okay. Yeah, and, that, and that's why I wanted to clarify so people knew that you know you're not with a hundred people. No. Yeah. No, that'd be too hard to control. Right. 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 And and I think it ties directly to what you guys are doing. You did some amazing things trying to get people to understand that. At least, to correct me if I'm wrong, that all the ways you've been shown to take care of yourself are not necessarily the best ways for you. Even right? though all the experts are saying it. <laughs> yes. Well, so-called experts. Yes. Yeah. But that's why we get other experts talking. Right? Experts is a, is a interesting term, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Self-defined term. Yes, exactly. And so what you're doing is is I think is amazing because you're getting information out there that people, the vast majority of people may not get. They they may not understand. And they may never put together for themselves, and so they can be living a life where they're not as healthy, they're yeah. more sick, their bodies aren't working the way they want. And, and they, they just, just keep think, popping pills or and whatever. And they think it's normal when right. it's not, right? And yeah. you guys get to see that. And so I commend both of you and your organization and you know, putting together your incredible uh, event, the one you've got coming up at the Salt Palace. Just to go beyond to try and do that makes you limitless. Right, because how many people have this idea? Would love to do what you're doing. Think, oh yeah, but I can't do it for whatever reason. It's mindset, and so yeah, you guys are you guys are the definitive. You know, you're you're what we would consider to be limitless in what you're doing because you're doing something that most people never even try to do, even though they could pull it off. That, that, that is one of the things where oh, I've been thinking that's something that we really need to have done. You know, so and but we it's just, when you get that feeling and then you have that passion is what can take you to create something that nobody thought possible so yeah well we better close but thank you so much appreciate thank your you. appreciate your time and coming over um and uh, hopefully we can get together and, and, and other people can learn from what you have to offer and in the show notes we'll have your website where people can get on there and um, register for your next one or future sure. ones coming up so. or ask questions get a little bit more information yeah. about it yeah they can reach out to me on facebook too Facebook's probably the easiest place to find me and get directly to me. So is it just your name? Just my name, Brett Lechtenberg. On just type it in on Facebook. There's there's a couple Brett Lechtenbergs you wouldn't think there were, but uh, <laughs> I'm the only one that actually says Operation Limitless and stuff. Right? <laughs> you, find, you find me pretty easy. So. All right. Good. Well, thank you All so right. much. Thanks again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Be Healthy Naturally podcast, helping to make natural healthcare the standard, not the alternative. The more knowledge you have empowers you to make changes in your life, and because of this, your life will be elevated. Remember, your health journey is between you and your doctor. This podcast is not meant to diagnose or treat any conditions. However, if your healthcare goals are not being met by your current healthcare provider, then take control of your health and please find a doctor who is in harmony with your healthcare goals. If this episode was helpful, and if you know anyone who can benefit from our podcast, share and leave a review. Sometimes all it takes to be our best self is just to elevate our learning. Mm -hmm.